0: Sitting a long way back there, aren't you? How about I bring oh, hey, this oh, towards Jesus. you? How about I bring this towards you so that you're not I
1: love it. I love it. I love it when you do things <coughs> to accommodate me. And look just just also too, I know you were meant to be in Barcelona this week interviewing Daniel Ricardo. All yep. right. I'm really sorry that you're not there. Yep. Um, if it's any if it makes you feel any better. I used to play first grade for South, so if you want to interview like a sporting person <laughs> if that helps you, you are talking to a former oh. rando. Does oh that does that, so <laughs> does that help you? make so funny. Does that help you make it feel a bit better about not interviewing Daniel Ricciardo? What's very funny, former rabbit are you talking to here? Okay, so like, the other one time a year you interview a sports person. This time, this on twenty twenty, it's me.
0: The thing is, I've been sick all this week, and How so are you going with the man. The, flu, the, the, the question is, would I have been sick if I'd have gone? Because yeah. that would have like been it was chaos. <laughs> it was being sick, coronavirus. Yeah, being sick <laughs> while travelling right now is the oh, worst thing you could possibly wow. do. You or, a bullet, or it wasn't my body going, mate? You're not going anywhere. You got nothing in the diary. Yeah. Let's just chill. Let's just. just and it's forcing <laughs> me. To, and I've struggled, yeah, but wow. I've, it's forcing
1: me to chill. So how'd you go with the man flu, mate? Ah, it's, okay? oh, I can. Do you have a bruised eye I, I well? slept
0: <laughs> all night last night for the first yeah. time in a week, so that's oh, been good. Great. Yeah. Great. All
1: right, you yeah. feeling better now? No, not really. Do you want me to rub and fix on your chest or anything like that? Or
0: <laughs> no, I self. medicate I will
1: not be doing that for you. Oh, self medicate. Self medicate. So, Is yeah. that what you call it now? Good for you, mate. Good Master good of you. my own domain. <laughs> That's it.
2: King of the castle.
0: Uh, anyway, yeah, no. So um, sadly. Just to yeah. update people. Cheerio. Uh, if, if, in case Daniel's listening, oh, yeah.
1: bro, Cheerio to Daniel. He's probably, you know, what, you know what's happening. would be there with you. He's,
0: he's walking around the paddock going, what the hell's happening? Why aren't I doing that interview? Where is he? Yeah, mate. exactly. And wait, mate, Formula One management, are to S- blame. S- can I ask, Renault people, team. I suggest something? Renault team and Daniel, okay. 100% on board, ready to go, okay. just to be clear. Can I suggest but Formula One right? management
1: wouldn't let me in. Can I make a suggestion? Yep in this world of technology we live in. Yep. Have you thought of maybe doing a video interview like a cross, like a Skype? Not interview? quite the same. It's something. It's better than nothing. Yeah. You're talking to Daniel Ricardo. Yeah. Is that a possibility or both ends of it? I'm over it now. <laughs> if he rang you tomorrow and said, Hey mate, let's get let's jump on FaceTime. Let's jump on Skype next week. Yeah, FaceTime you next week. Yeah. You would just absolutely say yes. Of course. But it's why just not, not, why don't you pitch same. that? Go for that. It's not the same, but it'll show him how keen you are to interview him. It's you're not just he'll he'll know that okay this bloke's not interested. Yeah, just no, is, the just is in no, no. no, the he's in Barcelona.
0: the difference is, the, and the reason it's different is because the million journalists are doing their best to phone him or do whatever yeah. to get chats. Okay, I was the only one that actually went out of my way to go to where he is yeah. and have that conversation in it without him having yeah, to go out of his way.
1: But even more reason for him to choose you to do that on on. Because he knows you've been there. in the just fl- How many times did you interview him in the flesh? Three times. Three, yeah. So he knows you've been there before. You'd be top of the list if there was any requests. I reckon. Anyway, let's not dwell on it. Just mate, I'm just trying to. I'm there for let's you. Not I'm not trying out, trying to give you some suggestions so good. that get this over the line. Still, but in the meantime, <gasps> you have to settle for me. In the meantime, okay. 1991 <laughs> was the year. No, that was my in the 80s, mate. I played as well. What, yeah, what year? Yeah, 88. was my first. 88. Year. Yeah. Yeah. First, the year. Bison tenor. You, yeah, it was a big year, '88. Yeah, 200 years of Australia and, and then Stephen, Stephen running Fennick out for, for, the for the Rabideaus. What's your player number? Oh, I was number 12. That's when Hooker was number 12 back then. Then it changed it to 9. Oh, no, a, oh yeah. sorry, like a Rabbit. Oh, Sorry, number. sorry. Yeah, my first yep. grade number is 767. So there 766 my, players before you. Yeah, that played first. That's race. a lot of people. I know. They're up to, I think, now, you know, I think 1,030-something, I think, is the new. So there's been All another right. 300 people in the meantime. That have played first grade in the thirty odd years that's been since I played. Find out, normal, Really, isn't it?
0: When you think about it, yeah. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. But over a long period of time, it's, it's actually a mate. very small it's number. One hundred
1: and twelve year history of the club, mate. It's pretty good.
0: Well, congratulations on your on your <laughs> stellar career as a technical. Thank student. you very much.
1: <laughs> Thank you. And you can interview me any time, Trev. I'll be there for you. One day,
0: <laughs>
1: someone else will do that.
0: Okay. I don't think okay. I could take it seriously. <laughs> Well, also, I are. think most of the stories you've got really couldn't be published. Most yeah, of the
1: good stuff. A few good, a few good, what happens on tour stays <laughs> on tour, is all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's, uh, let's do a show.
2: Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. And here
0: we are on Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 475. Not 475. What are you talking about? Isn't it? How did we get to the 70s? I'm pretty sure it is. No, Stephen. I'm pretty sure it
1: is. Mate,
0: not a chance in heck. It's 425.
1: Oh, there you go. (coughs) Ali added 50.
0: I've always complained about your handwriting. And today...
1: It's been confirmed. Well, we Episode four
0: hundred and twenty-five. Thanks to the good people at Uniden
1: <laughs> and Netgear. We should also mention too; it's our, uh, an anniversary of sorts for us too. It, it, it is. Was, it's, uh, it, was, it was eight, eight nine, years. Nine, nine, nine years. years. Nine years. I think it was February twenty-two. February 20, twenty-two or twenty-three. Yeah. 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 So it's nine years ago. We've been doing this for nine years. Can you believe? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, the therapy I'll, bills are building up. By the I've way, I've got a
0: child that's not that old. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's that's <laughs> that's the context of this show for me. Yes. Is I had a. Uh, well, so Victoria would have been like three or four months old wow, uh, when we started baby. the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. And then Harry wasn't born well, for another...
1: He was conceived though, wasn't he? <laughs> in a, in <laughs> a few <laughs> weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, no, yeah. Awkward. No. He would have yeah. been. No. What, what yeah, month no. was he born? September 25th. It, March, April, May, June, July, August, September. That's seven... So, yeah, she was... Yeah, right. Yeah, you threw yeah. the leg over a couple of months earlier. <laughs> So, yeah, so she, you, uh, she was with child when we first started the uh, our first episode back in 2011. I'm not and, sure we uh, knew at that point. Uh, anyway. Okay, so you weren't telling people at that time. I don't know.
0: Oh, I don't remember. Because Harry was a um, delightful surprise. There you
1: go. Um,
0: as an unplanned child. There you go. Um, okay. Batting average 100 there. Jeez. Jeez. Um, <laughs> on return. Yeah. I hope <laughs> haven't told him that. Um, he wouldn't understand that. Though. I don't think he'd he understand, understand. But later in life, he'll definitely be told that yeah. it was a delightful surprise. Okay. Like you know, yeah. when you have two kids thirteen months apart, it's. Wow. I'm not going to say it's as bad as having twins. I say Victoria cons- and Harry are yeah, thirteen months apart because twins is obviously <laughs> difficult. But it's like we had a twin pram. We had oh, yeah. you know, we had a lot of kids in nappies Trevor at one just time. Could, couldn't be contained. <laughs> you know, some. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we really. <didn't laughs> We need to move forward. We just need to move yeah. on. We're here to talk tech, and one day we'll go into all that other stuff. So, yeah, so sorry, four
1: twenty-five, not four seventy-five. Yep, thank you. Uh, I, uh you, need Did Dan. I, you. I did I put the wrong number then on my website last? Oh, week? your your actual website's right. I think I think I've got four seventy-four on my that's on the website. Excellent. Last I week. love that you stuffed that. Yeah, up. Yeah, four seventy-four. got gonna change really it. Right and, now. <laughs> no, and no one noticed. <laughs> no one said. Hang on a minute. What happened to the other fifty that's, episodes?
0: That's the best part. Is yeah. nobody <laughs> no noticed? <laughs> no one noticed. That's anyway, some news today, Stephen, from the. Australian Communications and Media Authority, yep. the ACMA, ACMA. Yep. Um, and the federal government, Paul Fletcher, the minister. Um, last October, Paul Fletcher, the minister, um, not demanded, but instructed ACMA to come up with some guidelines by which the telcos must operate when it comes to porting mobile phone numbers. Yep. Now, if you don't know, you've been living under a rock, the idea of porting a mobile phone number means you own your number. So my phone number, my mobile number is... Oh, it's mine. I can take it wherever I go to whichever telco yep. I want on whatever plan I want. So you, if you change telcos, you don't have to change phone numbers. Amazingly, Stephen, I think a lot of people still don't know that, but yeah. that's that's one of the coolest things yeah. that happens. But the process of porting a mobile phone number is actually really simple. It's, yeah. it's fast, it's efficient, and the, and the requirement is, because so I've, I've done it a couple of times, you basically need the account number. So if you're a Telstra customer today and you want to switch to Vodafone, you need your Telstra account number, Yep. And your date of birth. And those two things, when you go to Vodafone, you buy a SIM card from the shop or you grab yep. one at a server or whatever, and you open up the website and you type it in. You go, They go, Do you want to keep your number or get a new one? You go, I want to keep my number. They say, What's the number? And you say, Here's the number. And they say, What's your existing telco? What's your existing telco account number? Yep. What's your date of birth? Click a button and it goes, Beep, bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> Done. Official it makes those noises. That's too, correct. Okay. Yep, we've confirmed that's the account yeah. number. It takes we've, minutes. minute, hey, it's really quick. Yeah, we've and, confirmed that's your date of birth. Yep, and we'll begin the process of porting your number. Yep, now about a few years ago, we started to have these, these issues with people getting uh scammed. Now, what would happen was people's phones would stop ringing, the, their friends would ring them and say, I'm oh, someone else is answering when you when you get when, when do I ring oh. your number? And they'd be like, How did I lose my phone number? And what was happening was scammers, criminals, uh, idiots would be going and somehow they'd be, and it's this is not a random thing, this is a targeted thing. Yep. They'd be going, right, we want to scam Stephen Fennick. Uh-huh. Let's firstly find his number. What's his number? They get your number. Yeah. Then they, they do other stuff. They they look you up in databases of, of hacks and stuff. They find details of you, like your email yeah. address, yeah. passwords, birth your date of birth, yep. all that stuff. Yep. And then they go, right, let's get his mobile number. Because the, your mobile number is a very powerful thing today. Like if yep. I want to make a bank transfer to, to the, for the first time to someone's BSB, yeah. My bank goes, yeah, yeah send, nah. We'll send you the net code. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll send you a code. Two-factor authentication, isn't it? If I want to log into my Facebook on your laptop, yeah. I put in my password, but I've got to have my mobile phone sitting here. Yeah. That's where the password's sent. So the scammers are going right. Well, we'll just get their that we'll get their mobile number. So we've got that second factor of but authentication.
1: But, that, but, that, but that, don't they have to also work out your account number? Jim? Yeah, is that is that they can work that out as well? That, you got all you got
0: all I got to do is go through your bin and I'll find your account
1: number. No, you won't. I shred everything, mate. Okay, well, I'm a shredder. You're a very very unique individual <laughs> <shredder>. in that <laughs> sense, right?
0: So the you process don't shred
1: your stuff. You don't shred your bills, and I and don't bank really get any bills. Well, everything's email no, for right. me. Everything's yeah. free for you, is it? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I email. Yeah, so you I, don't get paid. Yeah. Exactly. I get the odd the odd thing in the mail. The I, point even is, like addresses. You and I are yeah. unique.
0: You and I are living at a different level in terms of the way we've we've moved away from paper bills. A lot of people yeah. haven't. Yeah. There's ways still of doing that. And right. so what's happened is the ACMA have put in place so it's by April this year, the telcos and most of them are already doing it, but I think a lot of the little ones aren't and that's where this comes in. Yeah. They have to put in place a multi-factor authentication. So, yeah, account number and date of birth. But there has to be a text message sent or a phone call made yeah. to the existing owner of the yeah, account to the say, are thing. you planning to port your number? Yeah, You say yes or no. And that then allows it to go ahead. Or, or it's what's logical.
1: It, what's exactly what? Well, I think it's sort of. Remember, it started where it was actually quite an operation to get your number transferred. Yes. So that they they decided then. Okay, let's make it easier. That's and right. They did that. So these criminals have taken advantage of that ease. That's right. And now it's kind of bringing it back a little bit, pulling it back a touch yep. to say, look, let, let's. It, offer it that will added still added be layer. as
0: fast and as easy, but you'll just yeah. need to play a slightly. Bigger role
1: in it. You'll yeah. have to do one extra thing. Or, um, I'd be happy to or do that. Like, it's, yeah? not, it's not a hassle. Geez, no. it's like one minute of pain. And one,
0: once anyone that objects, what you need to do is tell them the m- the average scam that's occurring here is ten thousand dollars loss Wow. The average person who has their mobile ported in a scam is losing ten grand. Wow. That's crazy money, right? Well, so there's, there's like up. a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar fine. There's big bucks fines coming to the telcos who don't. Institute the right processes to ensure that and this. So regulation it's, it's got to be April. in place by April. Yeah, they've got a month. All right, they've known it, but they've known it's coming. But now it's kind of yeah. lined the
1: sand. Well, it, it's official. Yeah, it's, it, it makes sense. Like you've you got to check with the person who owns the number. Yeah, that they're it, doing it's it. It's right? funny how logical it is, but yeah. it's
0: also. Kind of weird to think that it wasn't done in that place
1: in the first place. But See, no one
0: foresaw this as being a scam. Yeah, yeah. Well, those scams aren't predicted before they're creative, nah, right? Of course, creative, not, of course right? not,
1: of course not. Well that's that's the, what they rely on. They rely on that surprise. So you're not gonna know uh, yeah. these bludges.
0: Anyway, I think it's a good thing. Um I don't think anyone that's listening who regularly or plans to port their number would be upset by it. Yep. Um and um and it's it's kind of a, a good thing. You know, ACMA have a lot to deal with, with. They've got to sell the spectrum. They've got to do the regulations for the TV, the radio, the yep. newspapers, all those things. This is just another thing they've got to do, and yeah. I think it's uh, it's been a quick turnaround because it was only last year where the government you know, started this process of going, hey, what are we going to do? Yeah. So it's actually a pretty quick turnaround
1: for ACMA to, to put this in place. Sa- it's the same deal if you've got it, because a lot of phones going to have eSIMs, so it's the same deal. So yep. if you're porting your number to an eSIM... So, because because in the in the case of an eSIM port number port, or, or you'd still they send you the QR code. Yeah. That that that's not actually a number port. That's just activating an eSIM. That's not. Yeah, it is. A but number, you is you,
0: you still port your number. You can still port your number across to yeah, an eSIM. Of course, it's yeah. an account
1: like uh, every
0: SIM card, every every uh, mobile phone account is just another mobile phone account that needs a number attached to it to work. Mm. All you're doing is saying I want I've got an eSIM phone like a Razer, which we'll talk about in a second. Yep. Um. And I'm, I'm with Optus and I want to switch to Boost. Um, uh, I've got to get a, a, a QR code from Boost. Yep. And when I... Do that QR code. It's going to ask me, "Am I? How am I porting my number and all yeah, that kind of stuff?" Right. SIM, by the way, SIM it. stands for uh, s-
1: uh, Subscriber, Subscriber Identification module. module. That's correct. Yeah, the the blokes are on point there. Nailed it. But while you mentioned the razor earlier, yep. and there's been some news. Uh, mm. If you've if you've pre-ordered the device, you would have got an unfortunate email on Feb 24, which was the day you were supposed to pick it up, to say that it has now been delayed, possibly up to a month because of the what they're saying, is because of the the coronavirus and how it's affected their the output of their factories. Yeah, and their supply chain their supply going supply chain the, has yep. been taken a hit as well, and the date's been pushed back. They're, they're saying, in their official statement, they said mid to end of March. But yep. if you look at the JB Hi-Fi website, they've, they've named March 17 yes. I, as I, the date.
0: I had a bit of a conversation with a few people in different areas, and essentially that, night, that date is there because they need to put a date. JB need to put a date. When it's a pre-order, they need to have a date. Of course, But that
1: could easily change. So So it's a bit bit flexible. So it could be. It could well be be the end of March. March, So another month away. And they they obviously mentioned the coronavirus has affected their, uh, because of quarantine restrictions and public transportation and travel limitations, has limited their production. And do you remember in the US, they had similar... They had to, they had to postpone the US launch, not because of the coronavirus, but they just couldn't make the phones quick enough yeah. to meet the pre-order. So the razors had a pretty rough berth so far. Hey, so in, in Australia, and, and it's that's going to change. It's, it's going to be the it's same.
0: It's not quite as rough as the fold last year, but yeah. it has also copped a hammering in the yes. US.
1: Well, that's why people are speculating that this... They're kind of saying, "Yeah, it's the coronavirus," but they're thinking, "Hang on, this has bought us a bit of time where we can maybe tinker with the hinge." And there've been reports. So if you've seen the same reports yeah. as me, where the hinges starting to make noise and the screen peels near the hinge as well. Yeah. So, what do you think? Is it could could that be another another factor here?
0: Look, oh, I, we are literally speculating, but I yeah. just think that when you've got a brand new thing like this and it goes into production
1: and the reviews come out the way they are mm. now mainly positive there hasn't been everything negative about it there the, no. the, the mechanism naturally the the bad the bad news gets the most attention
0: Mo- in this case motorola will tell you that the even that bad press has not affected them whatsoever yeah. they're still getting the same number of pre-orders and, and it's doing well in pre-order sense yep uh but i just you know i think you've got to be a bit nervous and that, and they would be i think they would be looking closely at the production uh, values, the Absolutely, all the different yeah. parts of it and the components. Um, and, you know, their other problem is, mate, they're, and especially in Australia, they're going to hit head-to-head with
1: Samsung, it S20, looks like. S20, yeah. Nah. Well, how how good is Samsung looking at all this? Because this would initially was supposed to launch on Monday, Feb 24. Now it's going to be probably the end of March. So in comes, in, in comes Samsung on March six with the S20 range. And they'll be promoting the Flip and the Z Flip coming up in a month or two. So this, what do you think this is, how is that going to affect their their chances here? A lot of people are going to be thinking... I think there's a
0: lot of people that... The, the, I think the people that pre-ordered the Razor would would have pre-ordered the Razor even if the Flip was known and available, right? Yep. Because I think they want it for the Razor, you know, nostalgia, yeah? Yeah. And I don't think that they're going to be holding onto the phone for three years as a daily driver. I think they're going to hold onto it as a... You know, it was a piece that that they had, and and you had one of the first off. I think it's one of those phones. It's not like they're selling probably even ten thousand of the bloody things in pre-order. It's yeah. probably a very much smaller number. They haven't they
1: haven't specified, hey, but the sales big question
0: though. is when it does hit uh, retail, and when Samsung does hit retail, which. Or both will do better. Mm. I think Samsung will still smash it. See
1: the the ray, the big thing with the Rage was that it folds flat, completely flat. So yep. that but that the hinge has to be like on point. It has to be really good. And though you know you saw the Z flip in San Francisco. Yeah. It's not quite flat. I think Samsung said, listen, you know what? We're gonna leave a little gap there, just a little bit of a safety measure yeah. to keep it so that it, the mechanism you know, is. I was watching
0: uh, I was watching Amanda contact Harry's English book this morning. Yeah. and it made me think about this exact thing, you know. These these screens, like the Samsung yeah. Z flip, they say it's glass, it's not. It's a piece of glass with a piece of plastic on top and yeah. it's multiple layer, layer upon layer upon layer, yeah, right? Yeah. And you think about how a book with contact on it. Yeah, you know, just over time you keep opening and that contact kind of peels apart from the book on the hinge. Yeah, that's what's going to happen to these things, and that's, that's why what the hinge the fear is, so is important. eh? Hey? Like, that's right. That's yeah. why the the hinge is so critical. There she is now on the phone. She's yeah, just heard. She just she knows just I'm talking her is about. it. burning. Um, I I don't think when you hold the Z Flip, you even notice or care that it's not flat. No, of flat. course not. Of course. I think what matters more is that the Z Flip, flip sits, sits open. Yeah. You know, the Motorola that's Razor right. is either open or shut.
1: Correct. Yeah. Whereas the
0: Z Flip can be sat open a bit.
1: So that's yeah, that, that's a, it was a pretty um, obviously Motorola. This was all about design and nostalgia for them. That they didn't want. I don't think their design would have looked any good with a slight gap in the hinge. See how yeah. the en- see how the end of their phone, the end of the flip sort of fits into the bottom yeah. of, the, of the base there? So makes it look more like the older version. So I think, yeah, they had to they had to really get that hinge right. And it was all in house by the way. They did all that hinge, there was like about twenty six different prototypes and the hinge mechanism is their own invention. The screen is their own invention as well, their own technology. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and Samsung, who kind of had a bit more experience with the Galaxy Fold and the dramas they had there, they they went back to the drawing board and fixed it. Now it's fine. So I reckon they've taken that learning and brought it to the Z Flip. And look, it's not it's not a deal breaker that the Z Flip's not perfectly flat. It's still quite a stylish little phone. But Razer won't be getting it till the end of March. So you know, then fast uh,
0: forward to well, actually rewind to last year and Huawei's Mate yes. X. Product was announced bef- uh, just after the Samsung. Four and days seemingly, after the Seemingly seemingly, uh, seemingly, you know, was a better concept of product, a better, just a better everything because we got to touch it. Yeah. We didn't see the body fold for months. Um, it never came to market uh, in Australia. Yeah, it never really came to market anywhere really. In China, they uh, yeah. sold Okay, it, let's five, five
1: people in China. Let's
0: let's believe them, <laughs> but <laughs> let's just say it didn't make it to international markets. Yeah. Now they've got a second iteration. You've had a look I've at that. I've had a look at it, yeah. It's well, it's a,
1: it's an improvement.
0: Here's my problem. It looks like a better device. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, all these different things. It's a different concept. Yeah. But, mate, Huawei still uh, don't seem to be accepting the fact that they're still Huawei.
1: Yeah. I had dinner with them last night, as did a few other journalists, and they had the mate uh, XS, and, and Mimo to Huawei, you know iPhone, Apple's got a phone called the XS, mm-hmm. anyway. They didn't bother with that. But... I got the device in my hand, and I had seen I had seen the first, the last year's one. I got my yep. hands on it. This year's one, you can tell there's a bit of a difference to it. Like the looking at it at first, it looks like it's identical, mm-hmm. but you you look closely at the hinge is slightly different. There's a different mechanism and a different uh, cap on the end of the hinge. The mechanism itself is a lot smoother. Last year, you really had to pull it open for it to go flat. This time, it's a lot smoother to open. Right. Um, the, the button The button that releases it is also a li- little bit different, and just a, just subtle differences across the board uh, and, and, and I, I thought to myself, even at the time like a year ago, I thought this is how a folding phone should be yeah you 've got this nice beautiful six and a half six point six inch screen at the front, which when it 's folded it 's like a normal phone. Around the back, you've got another screen if you want to use it for for framing selfies or showing other people what they're going to look like in a photo, things like that. Um, and also could be used as a secondary screen as well. And then you open her up and then you've got this nice flat, square, no notches in the corner like the fold, mm. flat, square, speakers on it that have to be heard to be believed. Did you hear it last year? Yeah. It was phenomenal. So, and and that I reckon is how a folding phone should be, where you can get... You have a normal phone for one second, and then pop it open. It's a tablet the next. Really nice. Yep. Now, we, we all know the dramas you mentioned. Huawei are having all kinds of dramas with U.S. government, and they're banned from 5G and all that sort of thing. But I was talking to them at, at the, and I said, look, I said, look, how how are you guys going to go now? You you can't, you don't have Google on your phone, and all this Google, sort of stuff. By the way, specifically saying in their
0: official forums. Mm. That they're encouraging people not to sideload yeah. because people can't be guaranteed what yeah, they're going to right. get. They yeah, can't exactly. guarantee it's going to work. But, so Huawei's
1: saying this, or Google's no, saying Google's this. Saying Huawei's this. also saying it as well because yeah. they've just also announced their app gallery, which they're saying they reckon they've got 400 million customers on this thing already, yeah. mainly in China and Asia. Yeah. But what they're hoping is that, yes, there's the App Store, which is up here. Slightly below is the Play Store. Slightly, well, fair way down, is going to be the App Gallery. And they are setting up themselves as the third app store for, for phones. Yeah. And they've already got like hundreds of millions of customers and uh, some apps are already coming across. You know, Facebook you still can't get, Instagram, Twitter, they're not nowhere to be seen. But what you can do, and I did this, I, I, after they, said, they said, mentioned this last night, I went home and did this. They've got an app called Phone Clone. So what I did is I got my Samsung S20 that I'm using now, the Ultra, and I cloned it. I've installed phone clone on the Samsung and also put it on the Huawei, transferred everything across. The only apps that didn't go across were Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, a couple of others, but everything else is there. My Tesla app's there and it's working. All WhatsApp's there and it's working. So that's, that's their other hope that when this eventually comes to market, they're saying it could be here as early as April. The Fold. Yeah, the XS. The XS, so the XS. So when people see this, the hardware is going to blow your mind. It is amazing. People get this in their hand the first time and they're thinking, wow, this is amazing. so, So
0: I loved, I think we both agreed it was a better form factor than Samsung's Fold. But now that I look at the damage that's being done to these plastics, thin screens, and all that kind of stuff, I worry about it being an exposed well, screen.
1: Good call. It's the it's on the, it, It's the screen is the outside of the device. Yeah. So you look it, at the way
0: you just throw it in your pocket. You've yeah. Got phones. Yeah. You've got keys. You've got everything in your pockets.
1: They've obviously taken that into account. They've had a year to to look at the old one. Um, they're saying that look, it's durable. It's obviously not meant for people to be stabbing it with keys and like a normal phone, you wouldn't do that with, but. You gotta wonder how it's no, but my go. my
0: issue is if I look at my phone now, yeah. I look after this phone yeah. a lot. There's scratches. There's scratches on it. on it. Little tiny scratches. Just yeah.
1: minuscule little things. My, my, and that's my from just keys too. in my
0: pocket and stuff.
1: Yeah. My my tennis. My Imagine ten, yeah. how
0: a fold yeah. style phone is gonna be. I'm telling my you. My
1: eleven Pro Max is scratched on the It's got a little scratch up here. Yeah. It's just it just was sitting in my pocket. I wasn't doing anything to it. But no, you've got to wonder the 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 durability of these. And again, we won't know for like a year. People need to yeah. use it for a year or six months to say, well, hang on a minute, the wear and tear, which you can... Yeah, you can fold a phone in a lab 100 yes. 200,000 times, but you can't put it in and out of your pocket. Oh, 50, yeah. I'm times. more interested in
0: the uh, the time you accidentally put it in the same pocket as your keys or yeah. your, all those coins, and they're yeah. all mushing around and scratching away. <laughs> like, what's a normal use going to be like in yeah. terms of durability of the screen? That's what we don't but,
1: know. But look, I've got to say... I like it. I really like it. I'd love to use it. I, I think the, um, the form factor of it is, is really impressive. It folds down still. Like, I put it next to the Ultra, the S20 Ultra, and my Ultra's got a, the clear case on it. And the, S, the, the XS folds down about the same, slightly thicker than that, yeah. only like a millimetre or two. So it's very impressive, the hardware. But whether people are going to be bothered to... Well, here's two things. One, it's going to cost a bomb. It'll be it'll be three and a half thousand or four thousand dollars, whatever it's going to be. Well, there's three things: cost, the telcos probably won't support it because there's no, no way the customers aren't going to be able to put zero. It's not no it just will not happen. There. And the other, that's the other point is, if you do, if you're desperate to get your hands on it, how are you going to get your apps on it? Like I know, there's a way you can go through your browser to install Facebook. That's what I did on my Huawei phone. I went through the browser, and there's a way you can download the APK and get it working. But that's a lot of work for customers now. Whether it's a this sort of customer who's going to f- spend four grand, but let's say right on this yeah. phone, if they're a determined customer. I reckon they'll go to the trouble. Yeah. But your average Joe or Joanne is not going to begin to think. Well, for that kind of money, I might as well buy an iPhone or a, or a Samsung. Or two. Or, or, yeah, or Galaxy Fold, that they, could, they can work. So some challenges ahead, but they, they're saying, I was talking to Larkin, their Australian CEO, and he was saying that, look, we're not going anywhere. We're here for the long haul. We're, we're working really hard. We know there have been challenges, but we're facing them head on. He, I also found out, too, that, uh, you know how the, license, the Google licence is not, they're not able to get hold of it. What just has been renewed, positive for them, is their Microsoft license? So their MateBook Pro X, because they had to reapply for the license, and they were granted the license again from Microsoft. So that might that might auger well for the near future when it may come time for them to p- go to Google and say, "Listen, let's talk Turkey." So You're right. yeah, so because the, they had to, the, I only just found that out last night myself. One of the guys from Huawei was telling me that we just had our Microsoft license renewed, but. No luck with Google at the moment. And Microsoft is, a, is as an American company as Google. Yeah, right. oh, that, that's, that's quite a, yeah,
0: that's quite an interesting one. A, a yeah. Quizzical, questioning one.
1: There you have it. Oh, the news,
0: you hear all the news here first, Oh, Trip. mate, it's just, <laughs> oh, God, I'm exhausted. <laughs> uh, Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 425. Thanks to Nicky and Uniden.
2: Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech.
1: Two blokes, very proudly supported by our good mates at Uniden. They've got a range of really cool products. Their new dash view uh, dash cams are, are really interesting. They've got a model that has front and back uh, cameras as well. But I'm here to talk about, though, the products that's just been released. in Australian first. It is now available, the 100% wire-free AppCam Solo PT. This is a pan and tilt camera that you can control remotely. So 355 degree pan, 140 degree tilt, basically covers the area where you would normally require two security cameras. This can do it in one. You can remotely pan and tilt, Uh, full HD recording, SD card and cloud backup. Of course, it's weatherproof, so you can put it outside in a, in a strategic spot. Has night vision too, so you can see up to 10 metres in the dark and gives you the smart intelligent alerts, alerts. Smart because it uses ThermoSense, so it combines heat and movement to give you the proper notifications there. Two-way audio, uh, and has a really nice uh, companion app as well, which you can you can uh, use to monitor the camera live. There's even customized voice recording recordable alerts. So, someone, if you if there's a stranger near your camera. Uh, it can can have a voice recording that say listen uh this camera this property is monitored by our uniden security cameras and we'll be calling the police if you don't get off the property. You can record and just say rack off get out of my get off my property you can record. See so what you do record Clint Eastwood saying, you know, have you seen that movie Grand Torino? Yeah. Where he says <laughs> get off my property you know, use his voice. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I might even talk. Or get Darth Vader to say oh sorry Darth you go. Vader yeah, yeah. say get the hell off my property. <laughs> anyway, Uniden the app cam solo P Available now. Uh, well worth looking into. Uh, you can check out more details at uniden.com.au.
2: This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec.
0: Stephen, um, I won't lie, I tried Apple Arcade when it first launched, yep. and um, it was it was good. There were some good games there. Yep. But um, that, just that just wasn't enough to make me go, yeah, I, I could... Seven ninety nine a month for this. Yeah, but today I'm I'm all in. Um, Crossy Road Castle okay. is now available Same on Apple Arcade. Same yes, Hipster Aussie, Road, Aussie guy. Yep, Hipster Hipster Whale. Sorry, um, Matt and oh, I forget the other guy's name. But anyway, good blokes. Uh, I've oh, this is my second time playing, and I'm playing it as we speak. Um, (laughs) I really like it it's look it's a very different it's actually nothing like Crossy Road because Crossy Road was an endless hopper. you know you hopped hopped across roads across rivers across everything whereas this is levels so it's kind of like a classic arcade yeah it's kind of I never played a lot of those kind of games but it's like a classic arcade game where I've got this level to complete I've got to get from this door here down to that door there um, without being you know hit by these these monsters I've got to I can hit them I've got to collect coins you know it's
1: so it's a combination of Donkey Kong and Super Mario.
0: Yeah, and I can imagine that the boys that built it are essentially, you know, old gaming nuts. Yeah, and so that's what they've done is they've built themselves a, a classic arcade style game, which you know they can they can take and 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 sell in a way that. So you've got to remember the beauty of Apple Arcade, and this is genuinely a great thing. Is this game uh, is part of my subscription, so I've paid. I'm paying my 7.99 a month or whatever it is. Um, for you uh, to have this game. Yep. This game is available to everyone on my family account, so that's good. My kids can have it as well. There is no in-app purchases in any Apple Arcade games, yep.
1: which is one of the big... And no advertising either. No though. advertising, yeah.
0: which is one of the big killers. You know, my kids are always you know trying to download games that are free, but yeah. they're only really good games when you've got the in-app purchases. Absolutely. And so as a parent, actually Apple Arcade is a whole lot better in that sense.
1: Yeah. It's, but Matt, it's limit- Matt Hall and Andy. Matt it, Hall and Andy. Right. sum.
0: Its limitations are that, you know, there's just not the same number of games or the same... Trevor's still s- playing this I'm game, still by the playing, way, yeah. as he's <laughs>
1: saying. He can talk and play at the same time. Can you believe that? Yeah, but can I win? <laughs> you know, that's the big question. But Crossy Road was a huge success, though, hey, when it first <laughs> came that's out. Yeah, it, like it, look, it made these more blokes... Than 250 million downloads. Made them a lot of money. Matt
0: bought a oh, very expensive car. I won't go into details, okay. but um, he was a very happy man. They like did well out of this thing, you know? Um, and didn't now it, it it's a franchise the, didn't
1: it go off the App Store for a, for uh, a period no
0: they 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 made a Disney version yeah, right. they made a bunch of different versions of the game and like I don't think I'll be honest I don't think this is as addictive as Crossy Road was yep. um, I also think it's a bit it's a bit more made for people who are willing to use a Games controller, like you know, you can hook up an Xbox yes. or a PlayStation controller to your, your iPhone. Crossy you? Road YouTube. was Crossy Road was tap, 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 and a little bit of swipe if you wanted to. Yeah. Whereas you've got to use two hands for this yeah. to go left, right, and so up. You can link your Bluetooth yeah, and you Xbox could, controller. I could set a PlayStation controller up to this and, oh, and, and a PlayStation controller as well. Yeah, yeah, any any games controller can now be hooked nice. up to a, to iOS thirteen. Nice. While on that,
1: uh, I did a brief thing on my tech guide about the PlayStation back button. You see that sorry. Oh, uh, yeah, what was that? I didn't button. click on it. Sorry. Yeah, the bla- the back <laughs> the back button you you clip it into the headphone jack that's in the on the bottom of the controller. Back, and it, so it's an extra attachment. So this yeah, so it just but it fits into the back of the controller mm. and you 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 get another 3.5 mm jack on the back button. Yeah. And you get uh, you can get two additional bu- buttons on the bottom of the controller. Oh, the bottom what of the controller, do you need well, you can reprogram your yeah, buttons. for different things. So we, we, I use it for Call of Duty now, so it's my crouch and reload button. Right. So my thumbs, normally my thumb would have to leave the stick to go press that button now the thumbs are always on the sticks. Oh, and and the, the bottom buttons are programmable. And there's a tiny little screen in between the buttons that lets you see what your button is programmed to. So you can scroll through and say, okay, I'll have that, I'll have that. Or you can set up three profiles that gives you the button combinations in one hit. And it's so plugged
0: in through
1: the 3.5mm. So on the bottom of a Sony, replaced the, the DualShock controller, on, underneath is a little 3.5mm jack for yeah. people who want to connect a headset yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe. So it goes in there. And it clips into the bottom, so it, it doesn't Is that where it...
0: So it's through the 3.5mm, yeah. or is there some other con- to connectors no, no, in there?
1: No, that's it, through the 3.5mm. Oh. So it connects, so it, it positions those buttons right beneath your middle oh, I get where it middle is. Middle I'm trying finger, to understand yeah.
0: how it, you know, yeah. transmits the click. click on the, the tech the on story, mate, you'll see. Oh, it, okay. I
1: to. Yeah, click on there. <laughs> but anyway, but it, it does it does give your bottom finger something to do, because normally they were just sitting there. Right. I've got photos that I took from the bottom of the controller so you can see my finger placement. Yes. But um it was a lot of really effort went into those. <laughs> yeah. A lot of effort went into this review. But uh, if you're look, gaming for some people, it's a competitive uh, yeah. competitive pursuit and this can really add like that split second you say well, could be the big difference. While I'm quickly talking Apple Arcade because I I installed it again
0: yesterday, yeah. and full disclosure, Apple sent me a voucher yeah, so that I, I could I got try. the same one. Yeah, I did the um, same. Yeah, uh, I, I said Jackson was sitting here. I said, "Mate, go have a look for some games." He's installed three games: Battle Sky Harpoon. He said this is just a slightly different version of a game I already played. Yeah, Skate City. He said it's rubbish. Like he plays little <laughs> skater games, <laughs> but but then he installed but didn't get to play because it hadn't downloaded. It. Ballistic baseball, and I'm telling you, he's going to love it. Wow! Because baseball games don't—they're big in the US, but they're not big here, right? Yeah, right. right. Um, and it's just a cartoony style approach to baseball. He's going to love that. It's Bloody going, brilliant! All for a subscription to uh, to Apple Arcade.
2: This is two blokes talking tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec.
1: Well, eBay—they've—they've uh, they've introduced a really cool new feature on their mobile app. Uh, in anyone who sells stuff and buys stuff on eBay knows that a picture tells a thousand words and a picture sells items. If you've got a good picture, yep. you'll sell probably a lot better. It'll be more attractive to buyers. Yeah. buyer. So what they've done, they've, they've created this feature in the app that uses AI computer imaging to be able to... R- get rid of the background of your photograph and replace it with just a plain white background. Right. So- sounds simple, but there's a bit of processing involved. You're doing that in Photoshop's hard. Huh. Yeah, it's, it's a lot It's a lot of work. But here they've done it with uh, their computer vision algorithm, yep. and now that separates the item from the background, replaced it with a nice clean white background because a cluttered background is not a really good ad. Yeah, for and what a, they a, do uh,
0: they have said is what they do is they look at the e- very edge of the screen and they go if there's a lot of if the same thing is around the edge they kind of realize that's the background and they look then for that style or that pattern in the image and they remove it. Now, sometimes it won't work perfectly, but other times it'll it'll just yeah. work like a well, Like a charm, and you can go in and you can refine it too. And it'll yeah, trim there, the there is as well. a
1: tool, but and, and interestingly, it's only available through the mobile app, so yes. you know it's part of their process. You know, they've That's got a right. sequence where you can list an item in like a minute. This ha- helps that as well. Uh, so that this cleanup tool uh helps them. You remove the background, touch it up, and uh, available for Android and iOS users. Australia, one of only four countries where it's been and it was developed
0: now. as a part of one of their hackathons, you know, hack yes. weekend where they I said all their employees listen. We'll give you a weekend or we'll give you a few days, whatever it is. Just drop tools, come up with ideas. <laughs> Just come up with things yeah. that we can do and ideas that, that idea. can change the way we, we operate. Look at that. And hey, presto, Nailed someone it. comes up with that idea and then someone else actually develops it and yes, they've got themselves genius. actually a really cool little tool. Very nice. So upgrade your eBay listings with uh, with an included um,
2: image cleanup
0: tool. This
2: is Two Blokes Talking Tech.
0: Now I'm not uh, a biggest cinema goer as you, but <coughs> oh, 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 I might am mind popping down to see this in? What's uh, at the entertainment quarter? Fox Studios, yes. the old, you know, Moore Park, um, have got a new cinema. Now it's a weird thing to think about because projection or cinema. Has always been about projection. It's always been, you know, that yep. that screen, that that room behind you. The light shines from it when you look up. Yep. And over the years, it's changed. We didn't really know it, but it's changed a lot because they've had to, you know, increase the the size of the screens, the definition of the screens. They've yep. gone digital. Used to be all, you know, proper actual you see film. Film and yeah, now it's digital. And, it's yeah. digital. and yeah. Samsung have installed in Australia the first, but there's been a couple around the world. Onyx screen. Now in Sydney, it's going to be a 14 meter screen. There's going to be one in Melbourne. It's only 10. Yep. 14-metre screen, by the way, is 551 inches if yeah, you want to use TV it's a big terms, screen. right? Yep. 551-inch uh, TV screen is epic. Now, when I got this release, I had no idea what it meant. Yep. Um, because I've been to a lot of Samsung events. I've seen a lot of their TVs. I've seen their futuristic micro-LED. I've seen their the wall. wall concept. Yep. This is not the wall. Uh, this is not specifically micro-LED. It is not a normal TV, um, because it doesn't come in in one piece. It is actually Modular, a, yeah. a bit of a combination of all those things. Yeah. It is a bunch of highly engineered pieces, modules, that are, are, are clamped together. Um, I think they're about a foot foot each, and they're, they're millions of little LEDs, and then they're placed together, and you know, one big screen is created. But the, the critical thing here is, because it is that outdoor-style LED... Mm each LED lights themselves. Yep. So there is no backlight. Yep. And and anyone that knows a little bit about TVs knows that in you know the Samsung T V we're looking at here or an LED TV or a high sense T V, there's a there's a light that shines through so that the colour of the LEDs yeah. is visible to you. In an OLED, which we all know is the best quality picture in terms of blacks and, and colours contrasting, uh, each individual LED lights up and that's why you get great blacks, because the LEDs aren't lit up. Yeah. This Onyx screen has that so yeah. that you're getting a I mean, I don't want to say, but it's an OLED like bloody experience yeah, it is. At, at 14 meters in a cinema.
1: This is a game changer because, for a number of reasons, like a, the a projection system is A, you need a totally dark room, um, B, there's a compromise between brightness and color saturation. You can't have both. That's kind of the downside of projection. That's why it needs to be really dark and really controlled uh, environment. But this is, this is going to change because I think what people are going to notice in the cinema for the first time is is this brightness. There's a brightness that you're not used to seeing in a cinema. That's going to offer that. But also, too, the black levels. Our projectors have a really hard time producing black.
2: Yeah, and because with this, they're
1: projecting light. Cause it's light, that's right. So here in this instance, I think you're going to see... The, the colours will dazzle you, the black, because from black you can produce good colour. The detail, the contrast ratio, HDR, so there'll be high dynamic range in play as well. You can get that already on projectors as, as well, but uh, it is really going to, and not having the light beaming above you in the cinema, yeah. that's going to be a bit of a, it's going to play with people's brains. But the other benefit too, and i found this interesting as well, is that a cinema, an Onyx cinema, won't need the projection booth at the back of the, back of the room, so they could potentially expand it and have should more should make seats. that business class. Maybe. Make that the gold class. You know how they have should, gold yeah. class uh, entire cinemas? Yes.
0: Well, maybe just, just turn those Good into idea. into yeah. a, a upper class of,
1: oh, take of my, entertainment. Take my money now. You know, so you've got yeah. economy
0: down there, upper <laughs> class here, well,
1: it's, it's, and you uh, call it upper class because it's no, always slightly higher. There are some cinemas at Entertainment Quarter that have just that thing. Right, where yeah. At the very top of the cinema are the big seats and then all the plebs underneath. And where's so the extra room in those?
0: Behind, still behind that. So they okay. can make those
1: bigger. There you go. So yeah, we'll, uh, we we can consult for Hoyts on this if Absolutely. they want. Absolutely. The, the Damien blokes. Keogh, listen yeah, out. We're here yeah, exactly. we for you. Right. That's a Damien Keogh. He used to play for Sydney Kings. Yes, I'm it? pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. same bloke. He yeah. came
0: to my school at Condell Park, and <laughs> when he was playing for the Kings, and there showed us now basketball. He's, now, now he's, he's the head of <laughs> bloody Hoyts.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Anyway, anyway, so really cool entertainment
0: quarter. Uh, yes. It's open now, isn't it? Yeah. I think it is.
1: Yeah, and uh, I, I'm we're going to try and pop it. in, and I'm going to go see something for sure. What a shame! Star Wars is it still on. Oh, I'm so disappointed. I'm going to take. I'm going to. It comes out. Oh, by the way, nice segue. Comes t- out on April one on 4K. Yeah. Uh, digital, digital comes out on March eighteen. Yeah. So I might just pop in with the 4K. Said, why do you put this on? Pop this on the screen. Well, let's watch this. Because they're going to have to. There's going to have to be a player for yeah. the screen, right? So imagine what you could go That'd pop, be hard pop in. Well, whatever, but I'm sure they could give him a file and say, listen, play this, please. Mate, you give him a file, they I'll say, where the hell did you get that, brother? <laughs> well, it'll be legally obtained, don't worry. I'm legally sure it obtained. will be. <laughs> I suppose, uh, look, you can only, you can only hope. I, you saw, I saw, I only saw it in the cinemas four times, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, no,
0: I look forward to seeing it in 20... 20... Uh, what'll it be, 2047 uh, or something like that? Yeah, yeah. On you, mate. That's when I'll bother. This
2: is Two Blokes Talking Tech.
1: 5G is a topic of discussion once again, and Telstra had a little uh, briefing yesterday about their new the, well, the new approach to 5G, this new wave of, of 5G, literally a new wave. It's the millimetre <laughs> wave uh, for 5G. And they were speaking about how they're going to use the 26 gigahertz spectrum. Uh, it'll be the first millimetre wave band that'll be used for mobile services in Australia. M- millimetre wave has a slightly higher frequency spectrum. So the potential, what, what, what that means is that it can deliver faster 5G speeds as well as higher capacity and the low latency. So it's kind of uh, 5G as we normally know it, but slightly improved. The frequency is a little bit higher, so it allows that, to, that, techno, that, that speed and capacity to be easily maintained. And Telstra are going to also release, I think before the middle of the year, a wire, Wi-Fi hotspot that'll be 5 that'll be based on the millimeter wave technology as well so that that's coming as well uh, and it was built of course in partnership with their their network partner ericsson who uh have always been they, they built the 3g network and helped them build the 4g network and now the 5g network
0: and look what people need to understand is um and none of these people listen thank god the tin foil hat wearing anti 5g people <laughs> um i felt like sharing this story on on all their facebook pages because this is the stuff that they actually worry about mm. this is the this is the style so Existing 5G that we've kind of got at the moment is really just the same stuff we've got now, but just enhanced, right? But this is new stuff. This is different frequencies. It's This requires small cells. This is a whole different style of mobile network. And this is what they're starting to roll out. So, yeah, we're, we're kind of at that point where this is where the crazies could come out big time because this is the small cell, millimeter wave, um, a lot of this in the U.S. This is the stuff that people think kills, kills birds
1: and bees. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good on them yeah.
0: Optus today announced uh, a huge uh, like a, a switch on of a real world test of, of, of some new frequency stuff as well which yeah. I assume is them just saying we're doing we, it we, as well we can
1: do it too. what you can do we can do as yeah. well yeah.
0: and by the way while we're talking 5G Vodafone had their you know end of half year financial results thing and you know, the lost customers, they're not making money or something, but bottom line, 5 G switching on in, within weeks. Yeah. So They've already got a test site. Haven't they got a test site in Parramatta? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but basically they're going to switch that over to the general public yeah, in, right. nice. in just a few weeks. So. And I'm
1: hoping, me living near, close to the airport than you, I'll hopefully get 5G pretty soon on Vodafone, if, if the Mate, rollout continues. still waiting for Telstra to give it to you. Well, Telstra, I think I've just got 5G. Now, not at my house, but close to the airport, you get 5G. Yeah, but
0: still not. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Still, yeah. You're that close, and they still haven't moved it to you. Yeah, it has expanded. It's in a lot more spots, but yeah. it's still spots. Yeah, still You know, spotty. you look at the Telstra 5G map. It looks like measles.
1: Okay. It doesn't doesn't <laughs> look
0: like a you it know looks a tan. It's like my Dalmatians. Very like spotty. The, the 4G map looks like someone got a tan. Yeah, the 5G map looks like someone's got a disease because <laughs> it's spotty. <laughs> we,
1: <laughs> sell that to Telstra. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're turning our disease into a tan. <laughs> anyway, uh, we so both yeah, got details. 5G. Of that. Millimeter wave. What was the what's the other form of uh, sub 5G? six? Sub six, which yep. is, is it called, Yeah, sub six. That's which what we got with now. Yeah. Ha- What they launched. Whereas with. a lot of
0: Americans went launched with uh, millimeter
1: wave. Yeah, and so it's Telstra and everyone else Has started with sub six, and they're going to eventually they're going and patch, the re- they're going to patch parts of it with re- millimeter wave. Or yeah, replace that's right. It.
0: So the reason for this is the this is all trials because they don't have the spectrum yet. Right. The auction for the yeah, millimeter wave year. spectrum is next year. Right. So right. this is Telstra saying we're going to muck around with it for a while because there are some areas we can use it. And then you know, basically, in five years from now, you'll have this sub six network that'll cover you know big expanses and, and be pretty fast. And then in hyper local areas, there'll be these millimeter wave, um, you know, micro nodes on bloody telegraph poles yep. that will be ultra fast. And so it'll be this combination network.
1: Yeah, so it won't be all millimeter wave. It'll. See There's the not going to be any millimeter wave in,
0: in in Timbuktu.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah? Yeah.
0: that's where sub six will be. Right. And then but in, in, in the, the in Sydney the CBD,
1: yeah. it'll be millimeter wave. Yeah. Which is far like in populated, more populated. Correct. Area. Yeah, yeah.
0: because the the problem is density. Yeah. You know, you've got to have a, a lot of a lot of uh, speed and and signal for yeah. you know high populations, and sub six will suffer the density. same way that exists existing four G and three G does. have you
1: ever watched Back to the Future, no, uh, yep, yeah. 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 Remember when when George McFly is trying to remember how Marty McFly is trying to convince his dad to ask his future mother out, right? Yeah, and then he says to her instead of saying "You're my destiny," he says "You're, You're my, my density." density. <laughs> <laughs> you, re- you realised that didn't you yeah I know but Back to the Future is great movie mate we've watched great it because M-
0: Amanda loves it ah. no, that's a show that we'll just put on really yeah and the kids love it
1: Have about Back to the Future too, all of them yep. 3 you like the the one set in the west as well the west one
0: uh, I'm only a fan of the, the last bit where the train comes into the real yeah. the old train comes into the real world Pretty cool. The They're yeah, all good. Some I'd like. I would like, and there's probably been done somewhere, but I'd like to see a timeline of Back to the Future. You know the the backs and the forwards. You there's know, if you solid, look, at the,
1: there's a solid plot hole in it though. You know the plot hole in well, it. Well, which one's that? It, at the end of Back to the Future, right? It will maybe a plot hole at the end of Back to the Future when he takes Marty. In spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it, yeah. you know, he takes Marty in and he goes, "Oh mate, you got to come. We got to do something about your kids." So Marty hops in the DeLorean in 1985. And goes to the future. To goes to 2015. So the people left behind, which is everyone, Marty McFly would have been missing for 30 years. So because he left that that time zone that's to true. go to the future. So where he would have arrived in 2015, and thinking, "Hang, on, I haven't been here for 30 years." See, it's it's a massive plot hole. He's been missing for 30 years. Well, that's that's Back
0: to the Future Four is. Yeah. All, is all of them going where the hell's Marty? Where's Marty? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: surprise. Yeah. And and going Cause forward you know, or back know, to find you him. know how he gets to 2015 yeah and he's he's got two kids and he's you know he's lost his job and that he's, he's wishes he could be a guitar player again and the he got, they get but, you know, uh, like let that. me ask you this though is it the real Marty that did, that goes forward or is it the one that went back well, that I goes know, forward. Because he, he came and got him and said, look, you've got to do something about your kids, and he takes him from that time to 20, 1985. He removes him from 1985 mm. and takes him to 2015. Now, which future did he take him to? It's bending my mind, you know, like pretzel, <sighs> this thing. All right, well done.
2: Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech.
0: Now, is your Wi-Fi feeling old? Does it buffer while streaming? Does connecting new devices slow it down? Can it handle gaming, video calls, large file transfers? And what happens when you try to do it all at once? doesn't matter how fast your internet connection is if your Wi-Fi router is old and outdated. With Orbi Wi-Fi 6 from Netgear, your Wi-Fi will feel new again. Wi-Fi 6 is the latest tech that allows more devices to connect and stream simultaneously without impacting speed or reliability. The results deliver the fastest Wi-Fi for all your devices anywhere in your home. Stream in high-definition 4K or even 8K without buffering. Eliminate lag while gaming and connect more devices to your Wi-Fi than ever before. Orbi Wi-Fi 6 is like upgrading your Wi-Fi to first class. If you're ready for the best Wi-Fi ever, you can get it today from Netgear and never worry about Wi-Fi again. Check out Orbi Wi-Fi 6 at netgear.com forward slash best Wi-Fi. That's netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi, and we thank Netgear for their ongoing support of Two Blokes Talking Tech.
2: This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec.
0: So at CES, we saw the uh, Sunto 7 from the good people at Sunto. I mean, that's a very old company. They've been making these kind of devices for a very long time. I, I put them side by side with like Garmin in the kind of active, um, you know, very high-end active sports watch market, so... Your Garmin Phoenix is a is a high end watch that you might take if you're going hiking or something. Suntō yep. have a range of those as well. But the Suntō Seven is a very different watch. Now I my review is very clear. Like I'm not going hiking, I ain't going <laughs> running. All I can tell you is that it has those functions, yep. and there is there is no one that's questioning Suntō's. Ability and their wherewithal yeah. and their knowledge in that area. Their so credentials
1: have been proven in that space. The, the
0: Suntō app within the the, the Suntō Seven is phenomenal. It's it has really everything good. from yeah. just going on a treadmill, yeah, to, to hiking the Himalayas, so martial like, arts, and everything. Yeah, it's you, great. you name it. Seventy different sport activities. Yeah. Right. Um, the critical thing for me though is the Suntō Seven. At seven ninety nine, is a mass. like, it's a big watch, so it's my style. It is. It's got a beautiful, bright OLED screen. Like it's yeah, not most really of those watches at, at that level. Yeah. Have a dull smart screen yeah. because they want you know battery life or they, they want, want all it, these different they,
1: things. They're relying on the sun to brighten it up when they're outdoors. But this yeah. thing is
0: a proper smartwatch. Like yeah. it's it's bright, it's big, and it's a Google smartwatch. So that it's got all the apps you want and all that kind of tracking and yeah. all that notification stuff. Man, I thought it was an unbelievably good smartwatch yeah. with epic sports watch oh, capabilities.
1: I think it's one of the one of the first watches. that's kind of uh, uh, you know jack of all trades. It's, yeah. It can do can do. It's a really highly credentialed smartwatch it's we're running Wear OS which helps it the Google OS yep and that means too that it can be worn not only by Android users but also works with iPhone users as well so they've, they've opened it up the, the compatibility with both Android and iPhone users yeah uh, so on the smart side really good uh, and get all the notifications. You can tell when a call's coming in. If any notifications you got on your iPhone or your Android phone, you on get them on your wrist. And, and you can control your media playback. If you're listening to music, you can go forward a track, back a track. So everything you'd expect. Uh, the, other, the other aspect of, of course, the exercise and the, the training, I think if you, I wrote in my review. If you're a just your your average user, you know, does likes a run, likes a gym session, but wants the smarts, wants a watch that's stylish, you can wear it to the office, to the gym, wherever. Then this really fits well. Yeah. If you're a full time triathlete or a marathon runner and you've you you want to do twenty five k's before work, this the battery might not last a lot. That they're saying a twelve hour battery life on well, GPS. GPS yeah. So. That might be a factor for some people. I did read some reviews on JB Heifer, one of those sites that said, Look, I, I'm training for ultra marathons and this, and this, I, I, I've I'm already down to 50%. It's only nine o'clock in the
0: morning. I'm not sure ultra marathon yeah. runners are the target. For oh, this.
1: Exactly right. That's what I'm saying. If you are that type of athlete, then you've got to look probably the more dedicated sports. And Sunto coach. have those. Yeah, the but Sunto this, 9. This
0: is, is for the person that, that's doing. You know, an hour of this and an hour yeah, of that, right. and maybe yeah. a weekend triathlon or yeah, something because yeah. twelve hours is plenty for those things. Absolutely. battery life-wise though, I was getting way more than two days—like two and a half, two, three.
1: Yeah, two and a half. I was getting there, yeah.
0: but that—that do, that doesn't change the fact that it's still a smartwatch that I think you got to charge every night. Like you, you're, uh, oh, you're yeah, mad. You if you forget, night, yeah, yeah, every but every if you forget, night, yeah. yeah, every second night. I if charge. you're out of sync, yeah, you're, and you're down a day, like that's a problem. So okay. I still think you just charge it every night. Here's what I
1: liked. The heat maps are good. The yeah, heat cool. maps show you where other people have been. So if you say you've landed in a new city, you think, I want to go for a run, you can look on the map and say, oh, yeah, there's a, here's where people are running. There's a, a route yep. I can follow. Yep. Uh, particularly g- good, too, if you're a hiker. So if you're in the bush and you, you think, shit, I'm lost, Yeah. you can look at the heat map and get yep. back on track again. Really cool. Plus, in terms of mapping, it doesn't leave breadcrumbs. It's a constant. Trail. It's an offline maps. That's right. So there's maps in the device, and GPS then links it up, so you can see live on your wrist where you are. Yep. And so you can, if you're running without your phone, it's not an issue. A um, couple of things that I, that I reckon could be better: the time that it takes for to. Oh, the that's time exactly. That's the on. number one thing yeah. I said. Half another split second faster would have been good. It's and not. A, it's not a deal breaker that I it is. I feel isn't.
0: like it can be worked on as a firmware yeah. thing. I feel yeah, like I it's. Too. See, for me, that was. Because I really did just wear it as a watch, okay? I'm I'm not a fitness guy. I wore it as a watch, love the look of it, love the smarts. But every now and then I'm going, come on, what's the time? But it it feels like they they just need to find a way to, to emulate Apple Watch's Series 5 concept of screens always on. Just yeah. give me the time, all the time, because most of the time I am just looking at what the time yeah, but is. That would
1: smashed the battery life, though. No, but would yeah, it if if they yeah, could just would. if they could just well, the watch find series
0: five? I am charging that every night. You can't go two days with that. Oh, I am getting a day and a half, two days out of that. Yeah, but I like still think day. that a smart watch should be charged every day anyway.
1: Yeah.
2: The
0: other but, thing
1: too, and the writing on the there is not enough watch faces. Only yeah, four true. watch faces. Give me more. Yeah. Give me some variety. They all, look, they all look pretty much the same. Give me some variety. The complications are really small. So you, I want some watch faces where I don't need to be wearing glasses to read the time yep. and, the, and the battery percentage yep. for some older users who might need to be, they, they'd be squinting at their watch. Good self-identification, so Stephen. Go. Yeah, good on you, mate. <laughs> you wear, you, I notice you're not wearing your glasses I today. just don't need them. So anyway, but I think, though, overall, it is a really impressive combination of really good smartwatch and everything from a really good sport watch in one. So for yeah. someone who wants to do a bit of best of both worlds, a very good choice. Yeah, no, it looks good.
0: Um, it works good. And both of our reviews are up at techguide.com.au and eftm.com.
2: This is Two Blokes Talking Tech.
1: Now, the, I'm sure that many listeners of this program may have already seen the footage captured by the Tesla Sentry Mode. Uh, the, this, the owner of this car parked at Penrith Westfield yep. and captured, using Sentry Mode, a person keying his car. And just, like... Not an Is that accident? the lowest act in the world? I was deliberate, absolutely deliberate. Just walked up, tell, grabbed the key. Yeah, she, it, well, it's a woman, let's say, right, she walked up and was looking around, head, head on a swivel, was then gave it a nice little carve up on the side And there. the most
0: amazing thing about yeah. this video was it was like three or four days after, in Albury, a bloke who'd driven from Melbourne was just in, in town on business, had his car parked, and Sentry Mode catched a bloke with a skateboard, walk up and smash his bloody yeah. windscreen. What's doing? So it was it was an epic uh, example of Tesla's Sentry Mode, which is just such a great feature when you consider there's eight cameras on those bloody cars. So all you got to do is whack a USB stick in that's been formatted and there's instructions online if you own a Tesla, it's not really yeah. that big a big deal. I'll tell you how to do it's, it, it's easy. It, it, it's very easy, but it's, it's all online, it's only re- relevant to Tesla owners. But basically, all you're doing as an owner is putting a USB stick into a USB slot, and that automatically enables the mode. And yep. you, you turn it on in the car, you tell it you do or don't want it at home and different things, very, very smart. But basically, as you walk up to the car, as soon as you put your, your hand near the car... The screen inside goes, like, recording, sentry mode, yeah. and it records what's happening around it.
1: Absolutely. And it's yeah. saved onto
0: the USB and stick.
1: the good thing about it, too, like, what I did, I, rather, I, I thought, I'm going to go big here. I got a, a Samsung T5 SSD. Yeah. I've got a 500-gig one in my car. Yeah. So I've got plenty of room to record. Uh, you had to format it a certain way, like the MS yep. like FAT32 format. You had to create a little folder called Tesla Cam, a subfolder. Really easy. Uh, And now, then, and then when you look back at the disc, the the the, your playback, it's got it all different folders. Sentry Cam, because it it activates dash cam as well. Yeah. yeah. And when you get back in the car, because I I had mine. As soon as I saw this, I think you know what I'm going to set up my Sentry Mode too. And when you get back in the car you see um, it says, oh, three, three century road three. incidents. Yes. And I look back at them. It was just people walking past the car, people next to me getting into their car. Uh, so you get, I'm, I'm sure there'll be some interesting footage captured uh, in the in the future. But yeah. uh, it's look, it's it's great to... some Someone at Tesla said, you know what? All these cameras around the car, why don't we make them film stuff when you're not driving? Yeah, And I went, good idea. And that the flexibility of having a Tesla with the updates... That's a feature you yeah. have, we just got. The only,
0: and the only thing I'd say, I mean, there's nothing you can say that's negative about sentry mode, but the only thing I'd say is I- the quality of the camera vision isn't great. Um, but it's not too bad, though. No, but it's, it's like. Still,
1: it's still clear enough to make out people's well, faces. For sentry mode, like it's excellent. Yeah. But as a dash cam? The dash cam, yeah, average. horrible. Average. That's why It's I've like got. all yellowed out. And yeah. Yeah, I've got a 4K dash cam on my, yeah. right. so that, that's really not what I'm using it for. Sentry mode, though, when it's parked, I can, um, I can check on my app, like it probably be working right now. In, yep. in, I'm parked here. Yep. Uh, I can check on the app that it's active, and I can even turn it off from here too if I don't want it to be recording. Yeah, yeah. And you could also set certain addresses for it not to and work. And so, if you're
0: hearing this and think, I oh, don't know, no, Tesla, that's fine. Um, you can buy yeah, dash cams, uh, $200 it's. dash cams. I looked at, a, uh, at the bottom end. The bottom end is about $200. If it has a thing called parking mode, then you're in, you're in luck. Now, critically, parking mode alone does not give you parking mode. You have to then hardwire the car. Yeah. But you can get a Unigen $50 hardwire kit at JB Hi-Fi. Yep. I've had a look at the kit. It's a micro. It's a USB India dash cam. You wire it through as you normally do, and there's two plugs in the that go into the fuse box. Yeah, right. Now, nearly everyone knows where the fuse box is because, you know, have a blind fuse or whatever, and it's really easy. They just look like fuses. You push them in, push one into the yeah. ACC and one into another spot. It tells you where they go, and then you earth one of them, which all sounds complicated. If you want to take it to an all-electrician, easy. Take
1: 20 minutes. But over. it's an
0: easy job to then hardwire, which means yeah. your, your camera's always getting power. It's always so when it detects, um, in the case of a parking mode dash cam, it's for when someone smashes into you or really does damage to the yeah. car. It's got to detect motion
1: it will record, record that incident. Absolutely. And the new Dash Views, the 30R... Come with the hardwire they kit. They come with the hardwire kit, yeah, yes. So, so that
0: 399 ones. for the Union Dash View 30, uh, or, 30 or 30R... Um, uh, that 399 includes the $50 hardwire the hardware kit, kit. So, plus, yeah. a, plus an SD card like that's actually yeah, good value
1: 32 gig SD card and yeah. it's, a, it's a like what they call high, a high, high durability yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's a high durability because it's going to be in the sun it's going to be recording all the time yeah. so it needs to be you can't just put any old memory card in there so they've supplied that with it Yeah, yeah, bloody anyway, brilliant
0: really cool stuff uh, if you want to see the details in those options Stephen's got them up at techguide.com.au
2: this is two blokes talking tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick, and that's a wrap for episode four hundred
0: and twenty-five. Uh, if you're <laughs> misleaded by Stephen's article last week, I on his have website, corrected. It's, guide, by it's the Just way. outrageous! I have corrected. Tech guide. How not can you make person, such
1: a phenomenal? Not one person noticed. That's how uh... Stephen's going to get angry at you, people. <laughs> no, I don't care.
0: Anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for not listening, Stephen. We'll do it again next week. Um, we have to talk about what we're doing next week. We've we'll got a couple of shows possibly next week, but anyway, yeah. We've got a special edition show next week, uh, and we'll be back with all the latest tech news. Thanks to the good people at Union and Netgear. Stephen, get your passport out, um, have a bathroom break, get some refreshments before
1: you go. I'll have to stock up, yeah, because uh, it's like preparing for a little short holiday every time I come here. I've got to pack my bag and make sure there's charge in the car, and I've got to make sure that I'm going to to get there with enough time and... Uh, You know, make sure there's not not too much traffic. And anyway, we made it.
0: Oh, dear. Some people commute more than that in a day, (laughs) Gibra. Thanks for listening 2Blokes Talking Tech.
2: This is 2Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec.